0: Girl, your fear of success is a problem and it's causing you to self-sabotage often. Look, I know you have this vision of what your life and your finances should look like and you get motivated every time you think about it. But also when you think about it, there is this level of fear that creeps up on you and prevents you from moving forward and you don't know why. Listen, I've been there, done that and still kind of struggle with it. But today we are going to unpack that scripturally and practically. So go ahead and grab your drink and get cozy because it's going to be part one of a three-part conversation. Now, my drink of choice today is something simple. It's the Jade Citrus Mint Tea from Tiavana. It's cold and rainy outside and I'm not a coffee girl. So my drink is real simple. Let me know what you're drinking in the comment section. All right. So before we start this conversation, I want to give you the scripture that relates to our topic today, which is coming from Joshua chapter one, verse nine. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, I like and chose this verse because it speaks to the courage that you're going to need in order to pursue and face the success that you're trying to work on despite any fear. Encouraging you to avoid that fear as much as possible because there is an assurance that God's presence is with us and guiding us every step of the way. No matter how lonely your journey is, we are always going to be with God or God is always going to be in our presence. Also, just a little tidbit, you would not have been given this vision if you weren't equipped to fulfill it. Now, the first thing I want to unpack is, why do we fear success? It's like every time we think of going to the next level, excuse the interruption my husband came home early to take me to go get some breakfast and if my hair is poofy it's because like i said it's raining but anyway let's go ahead and continue on with the topic at hand why are we scared of success it's kind of like i said earlier it's like we're wired to expect the worst sometimes even though it would take the same mental capacity to think positively as it would negatively it's just like it's always in our nature to think of the worst case scenarios instead of oh well maybe what if this works out? So I found seven main psychological reasons as to why we tend to be fearful of the success or the vision that we are working towards. Number one being fear of failure. I don't know about you, but as someone who has been coined like an overachiever all of my life, fear of failure just does something to me. And it kind of paralyzes me sometimes. And it's because achieving success sets higher expectations and standards that we have to meet. And sometimes we feel like we won't be able to meet those higher standards. There's an increased level of pressure from society, from yourself, from external factors to maintain or surpass that level. The fear of not being able to meet these heightened expectations is anxiety inducing. The next fear we have is the fear of our comfort zone being disrupted. Success oftentimes requires us to step out of our comfort zone to get to the next level. It's a disruption of familiar routines, environments, or roles can trigger fear as it introduces uncertainty and the need to adapt to new responsibilities and new situations. Then we have imposter syndrome. Listen, imposter syndrome is the one that I struggle with the most, right? And it's crazy because there are a lot of successful people who have imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is pretty much you feeling like you do not deserve success and that eventually you will be outed as a fraud on some sort of level, despite any external validation of your skills, achievements, or anything like that because there is the internal doubt of our abilities that contribute to the fear and anxiety around the idea of success. The next reason why a lot of us fear success is because of self-worth issues. Success has this weird ability to challenge our self-concept. If someone does not feel worthy or deserving of success due to past experiences, environments, self-talk, or any of the other factors that can contribute to how we view ourselves, the idea of achieving success can amplify the feelings of inadequacy or unworthiness. And let me just tell you this, if you're battling self-worth issues, I am here to tell you that you are worthy. You are allowed to be happy. You are allowed to be successful. You deserve it. No matter what you've done in life, no matter how people have perceived you, no matter what environment, or no matter what you have gone through in life, you deserve happiness. You deserve success. You deserve to have peace. Whether you believe it or not, just know eventually you will get to that point where you believe that I actually deserve success. I am worthy of my vision. I am worthy of the things that I desire. And if you're having some self-worth issues i would implore you to look up some scriptures about your identity in god and also find some scriptures that discuss concepts around self-worth issues or the feelings of inadequacy because there are many stories in the bible that discuss or touch that topic some way shape or form then we have fear of change listen change is inevitable in life okay but it still does not stop us from fearing that change because with change comes changes in our lifestyles our relationships and expectations. There's also like this low-key fear of losing one's identity as they have to adapt to this new reality, which of course can be anxiety inducing. (laughs) Next, another reason why we tend to fear success is because external expectations and pressure. Now y'all know every time you see a celebrity or see celebrity news and it says they did X, Y, and Z with their money, There's a bunch of people in the comment section talking about, oh my God, there are a bunch of homeless people. You could have did this with that money. If I was in your shoes, I would have done that. And a lot of times people just like to talk. Because if the shoe was on the other foot and they had to go through a lot of things that these celebrities have to go through or people who are well off have to go through, a lot of that would change. And a lot of their mentality around what you should and shouldn't do with your success or whatever would change as well. These people, including yourself one day when you reach the level of success that you have envisioned is going to come with an increased level of scrutiny, higher expectations from others, and or a fear of not meeting societal or familial expectations. Just look at the black community, right? We always hear about the black tax. When someone in the family makes it, they have to be the family bank for everybody and take care of everybody at the same time. And God forbid you have to cut somebody off You have these people having tell-all books about you, doing interviews, slandering you online. It's because of the perceived failure to meet familial expectations or those outside pressures. This additional pressure can cause a fear of disapproval and judgment. And no matter how confident you are, there's always going to be someone or something that you're going to want approval from. Then, last, but certainly not least, we have the attribution of success. Sometimes we have this terrible habit of attributing our success to external factors like timing, who we know, or luck, but we completely bypass our actual capabilities. When we attribute our success to external factors and downplay our abilities, what happens is there is a fear that's added because we don't think or we don't believe that we're going to be able to duplicate that success again if we needed to. I think a roundabout way of looking at it is I've noticed that there are a lot of people who try to do the most in what they're doing so they can stay on top of whatever field or industry or whatever it is that they're doing because they don't wanna to have to start from the bottom again because they may not be able to get to the same point that they were before or surpass that point. This looks like people not taking a break, running themselves into the ground, hustle culture. It's the idea of, oh, I got here and I gotta stay on top no matter what I have to do, I'm going to stay here because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this again. When in actuality, you had the skills that got you there in the first place. If you needed to duplicate it, you could. In fact, you probably could duplicate it a lot faster and better than you did the first time around. But because of that attribution of success and not giving ourselves credit when credit is due, we put ourselves in situations that not only increase the level of stress, fear, and anxiety, but we continue to downplay ourselves and which eventually causes us to look at ourselves as if we aren't worthy of the success that we got in the first place. Now, I mentioned before that the imposter syndrome is the main one that sticks out for me and one that I deal with often. Out of all the fears that I mentioned, which one is the one holding you back? If you're someone who's dealing with imposter syndrome too, go ahead and put a hand emoji in the comment section so I know that I'm not alone. But also if you are dealing with any other fear, just let me know what that is and we can continue the conversation in the comment section because you more than likely are not the only person dealing with that level of fear. And you can also build a community around that so you can learn to start pouring into each other because oftentimes we can see in others what they don't see in themselves and if we can pour back into those people then eventually it'll come back into us are you a faith-based career and family focused woman looking to start on a financial journey that aligns with your values and dreams introducing the how balanced are you financial personality quiz discover your financial personality and receive personalized insights and action steps based on where you are on your journey No more guilt or shame, just the guidance you need to start your financial journey with faith and confidence. You'll become one of the four incredible personalities, the Money Hustle Maven, the Money Maven of One, the Balance Queen, or the Money Mastermind. And that's just the beginning. We'll also share some incredible Bible scriptures tailored to your personality, creating a deeper connection to your financial goals. Based on your unique personality, we'll recommend products that align with your financial journey, making it easier to make the best choices along the way. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and dive into your financial transformation today. Take the How Balanced Are You Financial Personality Quiz and embrace a future full of abundance, purpose, and financial harmony. The link is in the description box or in the show notes. Now that we've covered some reasons as to why we can fear success, let's talk about some tips of how to overcome that fear with faith. So the first concept of faith over fear, right? The Bible is always encouraging us to have faith in God instead of succumbing to fear. Verses like 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 emphasizes that God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gives us the spirit of what? Go ahead and pause this video and drop it in the comment section. It's three things. Now that you've unpaused the video, he doesn't give us the spirit of of fear, but he gives us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. This principle emphasizes that faith can overpower fear if we use it. The second concept is trusting in God's plan. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 through 6 advises trusting in the Lord with all of our heart and not leaning onto our own understanding. There are so many times where we can look at situations with our natural eye because we're standing in the middle of the situation and we can say oh my gosh this is impossible. I don't see how this is going to work out. I need to figure out a way how to make this happen or let me go ahead and scrap this idea because I don't see a way out of it. And the crazy thing is this past Sunday I watched by Dr. Tony Evans and he had used this example of he is someone who loves mayonnaise on his sandwiches, right? Now in order to make mayonnaise you need two ingredients that do not typically mix oil, and water and if you try to mix it together what happens is the oil and water will separate itself. What you need is an emulsifier and in this case the emulsifier is going to be an egg because the egg will pull the water and the oil together shake it up and you have mayonnaise. Well in this particular example when you're trusting the Lord with all of your heart and not leaning on your own understanding you're allowing God to be the emulsifier in your situation. The things that do not make sense to you he will start connecting the dots for you. You may have all the puzzle pieces in your face but you can't find the corners because you're looking at the wrong things. Well, if you take a step back and relinquish that control and trust in God that he is guiding your steps and he has a plan for your life, he can point out the corners when it's time for you to see the corners, when it's time for you to actually connect the dots when you're supposed to. Just this whole concept alone this year has saved me so much heartache and so much stress because I was someone who always felt like I had to be in control over everything. If a problem came up, how can I fix it? What can I do? What should I do? Now a problem comes up and I'm like, Lord, look, I'm tired, okay? I just keep getting these problems left and right. Can you help me fix it? Give me a plan, something. And then I go take a nap and next thing you know, I have a plan of what I need to do for whatever situation that I'm in. Being able to relinquish that control has been so helpful for me, especially since I am in this process of one, getting closer to God and also becoming the woman that I want to become not only for myself, but for my husband, for future children, For my community and all that. And these last couple of days, (laughs) if you follow me on threads, you would know when I have said that God has been smacking me on the head for the last couple of days, because he's literally been telling me to sit down, shut up and move out the way. Put some of these hats down because you were wearing hats that I never told you to wear in the first place. And that's exactly what I've been doing, moving the heck up out of the way, because I'm tired of getting smacked on the head. Then the next principle is having courage through faith. Now, the scripture that we started off this episode with is Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. And it's encouraging us to be strong and courageous while not being discouraged or dismayed because God is with us wherever we go. This principle is emphasizing the source of the courage and strength that we can gain through faith. Now, girl, I've given you the why behind why we are afraid of success. I've given you some concepts about overcoming fear through faith. Now, you know, I have to give you some practical steps to embrace faith so you can minimize the fear on your walk with God in your life. And of course, on your financial journey. First, I'm going to start off with prayer and meditation. Okay. Engaging in prayer and meditation on biblical verses that discuss faith and fear can help you gain comfort, guidance, and strength. Sometimes just knowing that there is a book, there is a guide, there is instructions, there is a source greater than us that can see everything and provide us with what we need is comfort in itself. But if you take it to the next level and implement prayer and meditation on a daily basis, maybe before you start your day, maybe during your lunchtime, maybe before you go to sleep, you will start to see a huge difference in the way you look at things. I know I have, and I have faith that you will too if you start implementing that practice. The next step you're going to do is find community support. We are not meant to be islands, okay? Society has gone from a community-based society to an individualistic-based society. And I think that is one of the downfalls of our current society. How many times I'm going to say it? Anyway, being able to surround yourself with community of people that can pour into you and that will allow you to pour back into them is going to be a game changer. Because a lot of things that you think is unique to you, you realize it's not. You realize you're not the only person struggling with whatever you're struggling with. You know, I have been in a season of isolation most of my life. And what's funny is, and not haha funny, but God you you have jokes type funny is no matter what friends I had growing up, I always felt like I was alone. I always felt like nobody really understood me, my mindset or nothing like that. I was kind of just there and then as I started to get older and I started to get to know myself recently in this year really focusing on getting to know myself in the type of community that I want it's like God cracked the window for certain people to come in and then quickly close it once they get in so he won't let any other flies in or anything like that and right now my community is very, very small. My newest addition is a friend that I actually met on threads about a month ago. We've been talking almost every day since November. Of course, we kiki, chop it up and just act the fool. But more often than not, all of our conversations some way, shape or form turns into an unintentional Bible study. Just the other day, we were on the phone for about four hours. And one of the topics that we touched on was doing a whole Bible study about Mary and Elizabeth. Having someone in your community like that can be such a huge game changer for you because not only are they bringing you closer to God, But you can also hear God a little bit more through that person as well. Now, this is when you're going to use your discernment, though, because some people come into your life and they're not supposed to be in there. But this is when you, of course, use your discernment. And when I say community, your community doesn't have to be a group of like a million, five people. A community of one is a great start. Sometimes that's all a lot of us need is a community of one. Now, if you have a significant other, yes, it would be nice if they could be that person for you as well. But also remember that everybody's on a different journey. And only people can give you what they have based off of their capacity. So you want to make sure that you find people who have the capacity to be the type of community that you need for the season that you're in in life. When I tell you that this girl has been holding me accountable since the second time we were on the phone, I'm not even joking. We talk about shared experiences and she has been a great source to help me alleviate a lot of my fear and a lot of my doubt while helping me reinforce my faith at the same time. So a community is really going to be important. If you don't know where to start, Again, let's start a conversation in the comment section. This is my main platform at this point. So I'm not stretching myself thin on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, none of that. This is my main hub for content now. So I have the ability to be more active in my comment sections. So if you don't know where to start, again, let's start a conversation down below. The next thing that we gotta do is the mindset shift, okay? So if you don't know by now, one of the main pillars of the wealth building system that I teach is fixing your mindset. Because if your mind ain't right, your money ain't gonna be right. One thing that can be very helpful is focusing on faith-based affirmations. I think a lot of the problems with like new age or worldly affirmations is that it always focuses on us, what we can do, what we should do instead of, you know, relying on the source that's been providing for us since the day that we were born, right? Now I'm not saying that, and I'm trying to word this carefully. Now I'm not saying that your affirmations have to be all about, oh God, please do this. God, please do that you know, through God, blah, blah, blah. No, sometimes it's just that we need to step outside of ourselves sometimes because people can tend to be a little self-absorbed. And when we fall into the habit of asking ourselves, what can I do? What should I do? I, 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 we start to slowly but surely forget that we're supposed to be leaning on God and trusting him and his plans for our life. The whole goal of shifting your mindset is shifting it from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. From a fear of failure mindset to a trusting in God mindset. Being able to do that will give you a sense of peace and confidence that you didn't have before. The next practical tip I'm going to give you is all about action with trust. You're going to want to take actions towards your success while trusting in God regardless of any fear that you have. It involves acknowledging that the fear exists, but choosing to move forward in faith despite it. Let me know in the comment section, faith without works is what? Go ahead and pause the video and and type the answer in the comment section because yes, we can take action all day. But if we don't have faith in what we're doing, you're wasting your time, vice versa. You can have faith all you want, but if you're not taking the necessary actions, doing the necessary work, you are wasting your time. And then last, but certainly not least, we got to talk about gratitude and reflection. Practicing gratitude and reflecting on past experiences where faith helped you overcome fear can strengthen your belief in God's ability to guide you through challenging times. First off, gratitude. Lord, thank you for the roof over my head, clothes on the back, food on my table. I know the world is going crazy right now. Interest rates are ridiculous. Housing prices are ballooning and you have still been keeping me. Does life look like how I want it to look? No, but you are also always providing for me. Gratitude. Reflection. Man, I've gone through some crazy things in life and I don't look like what I should look like. My mind isn't what it should be based off of what I've gone through. And I have to have faith. It's because God kept me and because he was directing my steps throughout the many 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 challenging times throughout my life right so if he's brought me this far why would he stop now gratitude and reflection is going to be a really important tool and really important step on your journey to reaching the success and fulfilling the vision that you have for yourself one is going to keep you grounded two it allows you to turn back to something because again i'm sure we all don't look like what we've been through and just that reminder alone. help us look forward to what we're supposed to be doing. Now look girl we've been talking for a while. (laughs) We've explored the nuanced fears that can hinder our journey to success. We've recognized how they can manifest and what we can do to combat them especially using faith-based principles. We've unpacked some psychological barriers, delved into some scriptures, and discussed some practical steps to implement everything that we've discussed today. It's evident that acknowledging and overcoming the fear is going to be a crucial step to realizing our full potential. I really invite you to share your experiences, your questions, your answers, and just start a conversation in the comment section. We talked about building a community. Again, if you don't know where to start, this is a perfect place. This is now my main content hub and this is where I'm going to be fostering a lot of conversations. Now, I want you to stay tuned for parts two and three of this conversation where we're going to be diving deeper into how we can go from being scared of success to being financially unstoppable for 2024 because we cannot, we cannot continue what we've been doing. Definition of insanity is literally doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Well, I'm giving you a three-part guide on how to make 2024 your year because we can no longer stay in the same spot. Now I gotta go and I'll talk to you later. Bye.